Mental Health JH announced Tuesday that its services will come to an end this summer. The pilot program was created during the pandemic to offer six free mental health visits to all Teton County residents. The phase-out of services means that locals might now have a harder time finding and paying for counseling sessions due to budget cuts at the state level. KHOL's Will Walkie reports on how those cuts could end up costing Wyoming down the line. Fran Van Houten started seeking a therapist when she was 18. She says she first went in college when she felt like things just weren't quite going right for her. Now, more than 40 years later, it's still part of her healthcare routine. So in the same way that I have my regular doctor and my dentist and my eye doctor, I have a counselor. Van Houten has struggled with anxiety and depression for years, including during the two decades she lived in Jackson Hole. She says having a therapist has kept her grounded through transition periods or stressful moments during her career as a life coach and professional facilitator. One of the things I notice in me when I think like I need a little help is my sleep is disrupted and that I'm just like, I just am like a little disengaged. Like I would say like I'm watching the world go by rather than like participating. Van Houten is one of millions of people in the United States who seek what mental health experts call primary preventative care. Elizabeth Sherodis has had a private counseling practice in Jackson for the past 17 years. She says primary prevention is important because it allows counselors to intervene before their patients harm themselves or others. Secondary and tertiary care comes into play when people are missing work or drinking more or even feeling suicidal. It's the smallest population, but it's the population that costs the most to treat. Um, hospitalization, crisis services, pr productivity loss in businesses are due to that small population. Sherodis says since the pandemic started, she's been seeing more and more people in those more serious secondary and tertiary situations. We're seeing people with more acute symptoms like headaches, body aches, anger issues. Sherodis participates in the Mental Health JH program, which she says broke down a lot of barriers for a broad group of people from teachers to food service workers who can't typically afford counseling. Megan Murtaugh, a local real estate agent, is one of about 825 community members who sought help from the program over the past 10 months. Therapy over the years teaches you how to help yourself. I still get like severely triggered by things. And instead of having to be like, wait to call and talk to my therapist, I now have the tools of like, okay, if I can like sit down and do a meditation and like, talk to myself like my therapist would talk to me, I can calm myself down. As the child of an alcoholic, Murtaugh says she struggled with anxiety and depression for decades. She's also been in therapy on and off for about 17 years, but she says Mental Health JH made meeting a counselor easier. And I feel like people who have started doing therapy on Zoom, they're like, oh, this is great. I can like talk from my couch and I feel like I'm talking to someone in my home and it's a little bit less scary. A locally run option for teletherapy, though, won't be as easy to come by starting May 31st. That's when Mental Health JH will stop accepting applications from new patients and start the process of ending its services, partially due to declining funds. Deidre Ashley is executive director for the Jackson Hole Community Counseling Center and says her state funding has been systematically cut over the past 15 years. Our agency has gone from being about 60 to 65% reliant on those state contracts for our overall budget to now we're at 30%.
Like Sherodis, Ashley says she's seen demand for counseling increase dramatically during the pandemic. But at the same time, Governor Mark Gordon recently recommended a 9% budget cut for the Wyoming Department of Health. For the counseling center, that'll cost about $75,000, or about the salary of one therapist. The needs across the board are rising. You know, getting to the point where these funding sources are having to prioritize. And the, the concern is that providing resources in, you know, all in one bucket may leave some people out. So who's being left out? For the most part, the counselors KHOL interviewed say it's people seeking early prevention care who can't afford it themselves. A bill signed during the recent state legislative session will limit state funding for mental health and substance abuse services to just a handful of priority groups, like those in the criminal justice system or with severe debilitations. So Ashley may have to start turning some clients away if they aren't a part of that narrow, high-risk population. That puts pressure on the entire human services sector in Teton County, including private practitioners like Sherodis. And I don't want to sound alarmist at all, but this is a really serious situation. It means um, we as private providers are getting referrals for clients who may need a higher level of care than we can provide. Mental Health JH was partially supported by private donors, of which there are many in Teton County. Sherodis says she expects local philanthropy to continue financing similar programs, but she also worries that it's unsustainable to rely on that funding model. We have amazing, amazingly generous people in this community, but we can't rely on donations um, for the mental health needs of an entire community. That funding from the government is very, very important. For now, Sherodis says anyone interested in counseling should still visit mentalhealthjh.org to look at their options. People like Fran Van Houten will keep getting the help they need for the foreseeable but unknown future. There have been a handful of times in my life when I scared myself and had never really thought about self-harm but uh, there was a thought and I was like, I, I can't believe my head is going there. And because I already had counseling in my life, I was able to call immediately. Wyoming has the second highest suicide rate in the nation. And both Ashley and Sherodis say reducing stigma and the costs of seeking counseling should be a major goal for the state if it wants to improve on this grim statistic. To them, that means investing in counseling services, not cutting it. Will Walkie, KHL News.